Okay, kids, it's time for another episode of the Field by Weird podcast, the only podcast for now to ask, is it spooky time yet? I'm Chris Daly, and today I have the pleasure of chatting with my friend, writer and founder of Dang Comics, Daniel Garcia. What's going on, man? Hey, man, how are you? Doing good. Thanks for the invite. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for joining me. Absolutely. So we've been friends for a couple of years now, but this is really the first time we've ever, you know, talked face to face. But yeah. usually I like to start these things with an icebreaker question. So today's question is going to be, what is the out, most outdated piece of technology that you own and actually use? Oh, man, that's a, that's a good icebreaker. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Uh, man, I, you know, I, I think probably um, I think I have a VCR somewhere. Uh, and, ah, I have a bunch, nice. and I have a bunch of my Star Wars movies from the uh, the original um, before the director's cut, the cuts were done. I have those Star Wars movies before, so I'll watch them every now and then. It's been a while since I've uh, since I've watched one of them, but that's probably the most outdated piece of technology that I have is a VCR with some old uh, VHS tapes. Yeah, I think that's probably me too. I know I've still got my original trilogy on VHS still. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. I, I remember showing one of my daughters, I think it was a tape, my daughters are older now, but I showed them like a, a tape once. It was my oldest daughter. It was a tape to something I had when I was a kid. She's like, what is that? I'm like, it's a tape. <laughs> She's like, where does that go? Like, Listen to your tape deck. She's like, what's a tape deck? I'm like, never mind. That's yeah. <laughs> I did the same thing with mine with uh, cassette tapes. They're like, what, what is this? <laughs> like, do you think records are cool? Cause records are making a big comeback now. But yeah, they are. Tapes they are yep. This is completely foreign to me. I like records. Records are pretty cool. Actually. They're, they're like collector's items now too, which is pretty neat. For sure. All right. So, um, you know, the concept of the show Fueled by Weird is basically talking about all the things that make you who you are, the things you're into, the things you're interested in, your hobbies, stuff like that. So what's some of the stuff that fuels your weird? Um, it's, I, You know, it's it, that's a good question, because I was having this conversation with someone the other day about like the different types of hobbies that I've had over the years. Um, and I, I, I may mention this uh, talking to Hassel, um, uh, but um this is a while back when him and i had this conversation I've, I've been involved in martial arts since i was around 12 years old um and then i'm 51 actually now so uh over the years um my ability to train has gotten more and more difficult because of my busy life and just you know i'm not as i'm not in the same shape i was when i was in my 20s yeah um, but um i think that's trans that's transferred over to like comics i think also um i think it's okay to like one, one of the same, you know, martial arts and comics, I think kind of go hand in hand. Sure. Um, I'm, I was really big into surfing for a long time, uh, living in Miami, living in South Florida. We don't have the best waves in the world, but surfing for me certainly was, a, was, was a thing up until around after COVID. Um, and what else? And, and I, I, I'm a big gun enthusiast also. So I think living in Florida, uh, everyone carries firearms. Uh, it doesn't matter how old you are <laughs> just living here. It's just a thing to do, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so that's been another hobby of mine, but um, it's kind of hard to find the time for all those. So you just kind of yeah. pick and choose which ones you're like into, I guess, for the time being, you know, uh, um, but comics, obviously, because of the making of comics kind of takes precedence over all that stuff because you're actually spending the money to make some money back. So yeah. there needs to be kind of an ROI on that. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, like you said, with hobbies, you know, you know, getting older, there's less and less time. You're getting busy all the time. So it's really hard to kind of take all your hobbies at once. You really got to, some of them have to get pushed to the wayside, unfortunately, because, you know, you know, like you said, you only can make, there's only so much time in a day. 
Yeah, exactly. And then you, you know, you, you got to do your full-time job and then you got like, you know, your career or whatever else you have going on. And, yeah. and comics can be such a full-time thing that it's, 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 uh, it's difficult sometimes to make the time and, you know, running a business, a comic studio, whatever you want to call it, a publisher, a publishing company, that's a whole daunting task in its own. And people just don't understand how people that want to get into comics need to understand that if you want to print a comic, there's a lot that goes into it and be a publishing uh, to be a publisher. There's a lot that goes into it. So you, you, you need to be up for the task. So, yeah, for sure. All right. Well, speaking of writing comics, let's shift gears to, you know, what was it that got you interested in becoming a writer in the first place? I think, I think my whole life I've been um, what I would call creative. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some people's creativity may be a little, um, maybe a little different. It doesn't mean it's bad or good. It's just some people um, may have more of, they may be better at writing and being creative than others, but yeah. everyone has their style and has their way of sure. doing it. I've just, I've just always been that person that's been really creative. I've always been attracted to people that were creative. Uh, my daughters are very creative also. I think I can't take the full um, scope of the, uh, I'm not responsible for their creativity completely, but I'd like to think that I had something to do with their creativity. My, my oldest daughter is actually, um, she loves drawing and she's really got, I posted some of her stuff on my social media. Yeah. Um, and it's, it was great. It's, it's great stuff. That's just cause she's my kid, but, and then my little one um, took to acting. So she's actually going to school now for, for acting and drama. So um, I think it's been in my family just even before that, like my mom was really creative. My dad was always really creative. Um, and when I got into comics as a kid, I remember picking up um, my my first comic was Wolverine number one or number two by Frank Miller. Um, so it kind of shows my age, but um, I was like, oh, this is really cool. I, I can I, I think I can do this. You know, I think I can write and create a character or, you know, whatever, you know, as you, yeah. kids do sometimes. They're like, oh, I think I can do it. And it just kind of stuck with me over the years. And then um, when I, in like the, in like the nineties, when comics were still kind of, people it was it wasn't as easy in the 90s to get yourself out there because social media didn't really exist yeah so if you found someone making a comic in the 90s it was usually like an ash can version of their book and they go to the store and print it themselves and they draw you know i was like i could do this i could do this and then as social media got bigger and bigger and technology became more uh easier to when it became easier to find at our, at our fingertips um printing your own comic became a lot easier I was like, oh, maybe I can do this. Maybe I can. Uh, and when Cyber Ronin created Cyber Ronin, I was like, oh, and I kind of just did it to see what it would be like. Like, oh, what, what, what would this look like now if I just put it to paper and wrote some words and had someone write, draw the script that I wrote. And then as my coup began drawing the book, I was like, oh, this is cool. Like I could see it coming to life. Um, and then that just kind of made it easier and better for me as a creator to to want to write more uh and and to continue wanting to do that so just it's kind of like a process i think for me nice so kind of just the process of you know you start with the character then you kind of go to the script and then once you start seeing it actually you know come to life with the art that kind of was a help to get inspired to keep going it 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 absolutely i i gotta tell you when again for anybody that wants to do comics there is such a big difference when you write something and see it on paper 
versus you write it and see it come to life. Yeah. Because when you see it come to life, especially with a good artist that knows how to draw comic panels mm. um, and tell a story, it makes it even more, uh, it makes it more fun for lack of a better way of, put, of putting it. It makes it more, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's more like it comes to life and, and you kind of become enthralled with it. It's easier to look at it and go, Oh, this is really neat. Like it's, this is exactly what I wrote. And then there it is in front of you on, in black and white. So it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I know there's a couple of the characters that I've created that I haven't really written anything for yet, but I got art made for them. And yeah, that feeling is very, very real. Just like, Oh man, like this is, these are my characters. Like I need to do something with these now. Cause they're just, they look so awesome. So yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, it is one thing to create them, you know, via, you know, writing with the written word, but, you know, seeing them, being able to actually visu visually see them definitely is a game changer for sure. Yeah. And like Zilson Costa, um, who's drawing uh, Laser Wolf or even um, Roberto, um, these are all social media folks you can find on Facebook, but Roberto from Roberto Art did uh, Atomic Vamp. Um, and like when you start seeing these characters come to life um, and drawn on paper and, you know, you may go and you may have done this, Chris, yourself, or you're like, ah, I don't know, change this or change that. But when you finally get it and then the person draws it and they show it to you, you're like, oh, damn, that's awesome. <laughs> you're like, this is it. This is exactly what I wanted. And then that's when like you kind of get that like that, that that pump, you know, you're like, yeah, this is good stuff. And then you it kind of fuels you to want to continue to do it more. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I've been there, too, with um, one of my characters. You know, I've got some art done for them where I'm like, hey, can you tweak this here? And what if we do this? So, yeah, that once once you just hit the sweet spot. Yeah. Yeah, it's a sweet spot for sure. Yeah, <laughs> most definitely. All right, so you know, with with all these different characters, with Laser Wolf, with Cyber Ronin, with Atomic Vamp, you know, where where are you coming with these ideas? Like, what what's the inspiration behind some of your ideas? Um, I, I I'm inspired daily, man, and, and uh, no pun to the Chris Daly show, but like <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm inspired literally like daily. Like, um, it's just such a hard thing to turn off, or it's almost like. It's almost like I'm, I feel like I'm crazy sometimes because I'm just always, I feel like a Stephen King, no, I'm not, I'm not comparing myself to Stephen King, right, right. but I know that he is also, uh, a lot of writers are, I'm just referring to him. I'm not sure. comparing myself, right. but I know that he gets a lot of ideas from what I've read about him that he's always coming out with stuff. Always, always, always pu pushing out books and pushing out stories, um, because of his inspirations of things that he sees around him. Yeah. Um, so for me, it's the same thing. And it's hard to turn that off being creative because sometimes you can drown in your own creativity. So like, yeah. I want to see if I had, if I was a millionaire, man, I would ha probably have my own, you know, studio and printing press and people drawing for me all day long, you know, because you're, you just want to see, and even if stuff, you know, as it, it, it this is something else that kind of along the lines of what you're saying now, it sometimes will have a, a writer or a creator who will create something and boom, right off the gate, it's it's hot. It's like Lady Death, for example, who's been around since like the 70s, right? Yeah. That hit and it was as big, right? Vampirella is another, uh, uh, you know, it, it it hit, it was uh um it didn't it didn't hurt that the guy that created her was also like in movies, I think, at the time, or producing movies and stuff. But yeah, those are things that hit, and sometimes you gotta come up with 10 or 12, 13, 14, 15 things before one of those things hits and you go, okay, this is good. I can work with this because sometimes I'll create something and I'll 
I'll get involved in a story and I'm like, okay, this is, this is really good. And I'm flowing, I'm flowing. And then all of a sudden it's like, I lose, it loses its luster for a moment. And it's hard to explain um, why that luster it gets lost, but I think it just happens where you're like, and eh, suddenly it's not so cool. Sometimes you write something you're like, oh, this is really cool. I can continue doing this. Yeah. So that's where I think like cyber Ronin came out where I was like, okay, cool. A cybernetic rabbit from another planet that lands on earth and is now fighting this intergalactic war. Uh, and then like with atomic vamp where she's a cybernetic vampire or, you know, run by this atomic heart that's in, you know, in, in her chest. And then laser wolf, who's like got his own story behind him as well. And those are all things that I could, I could see being something cool. So then I'll spend more time on those things yeah. um, and I'll continue to write like behind the scenes. It's like that smooth pond, Chris, that you see where there's nothing going on, but underneath your feet are kicking, <laughs> you know, you have <laughs> yeah. all these things happening. That's yeah. what it's like. You know, it's like, you just want to, I, for me, it's always being creative and just always wanting to create uh, and, and just, uh, just, a, it's like a passion. So. Fair enough. Yeah. I definitely understand. Um, now with Cyber Ronin, you know, we talked about it a little bit. Um, that was kind of, well, not kind of, that was your very first Kickstarter. So, um, for the people who don't know about Cyber Ronin, you know, can we talk a little bit about, you know, who he is, what he is and yeah. your experience with your first Kickstarter? Absolutely. Um, so anybody that wants to do a Kickstarter, um, same as anybody that wants to do comics, uh, it's, it, it's, it's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot involved and it, unless you're drawing writing unless you're writing drawing inking coloring lettering and producing it all yourself it's very challenging uh it takes a lot of time it takes a lot of planning um and it's also meticulous when it comes to the piece of it where it's the finances um it, it can become very daunting so anybody that that wants to create a kickstarter and wants to get into that business of doing it you need to be prepared financially and you need to be prepared with a good crew of folks that are that, that are able to help you because if you can't do it all yourself, it, it's a very daunting task. Um, right now with my Kickstarter that I'm going to be doing here, hopefully around mid-October with Atomic Vamp, a lot has got into that. And I, you maybe have seen me mention Fox Footcrafts on my, on my, mm -hmm. my okay. Yeah. Fox has been an amazing support she's like my producer now where she helps me get stuff produced and done. And she's on me like, Hey, you got a few more folks to satisfy the last Kickstarter, make sure you're on it. And when I tell you that my office is a disaster with books and boxes and crap like that, <laughs> it's a mess because it's like, yeah. I'm going in and grabbing books and putting stuff together and then putting it all together and going to the post office and mailing stuff off. And then I screwed up on the finances of that part. So now the money's coming out of my pocket, but it's fine because it's all, it's a labor of love. So like, you know, you do it because you love it. So that's why you do it. Sure. Um, so with, with cyber, when I first, when I first came up with the concept of the character, I was thinking, I love cybernetic stuff. I love androids. I love robots. I think that's all like fascinating to me. And I like stories. Like I like the character cyborg from justice league. I've always, I don't know. Don't ask me why. It's just the weird obsession of mine as a kid. Okay. When the team Titans came out, uh, um, and George Perez came out with with uh, with Cyborg. I thought it was the coolest character ever. I was like, he was like an ethnic dude, right? Because I'm Spanish. Here's an ethnic dude who's got all these cybernetics on him, and he's badass, and he's able to lift a bunch of tons, and he's he's like has lasers coming out of you know. I thought it was it was so cool. Yeah, um, I've always liked also like um, 
I don't know if you remember this, Chris, I may be a little older than you, but when I was a kid, there was a, um, a role-playing game about a, um, it was, you can create a car and you could become integrated with your car. And I don't remember the name of the game. Okay. You have to forgive me. It's an old RPG when Dungeons and Dragons was first coming out, but it was so cool. Like the mixture of cybernetics and Android body parts into a human and I was like, oh, this is, okay, cool. So my juices are flowing. I'm thinking, I'm like, all right, this is, this, is, this is cool. I want to come up with something like this. And I go, oh, wait a minute. But this has all been done like to death already. Like you got Cyborg and you have American Patriot from Image and you have, you know, I know Rob Liefeld created a bunch of characters that were cybernetic and et cetera, et cetera. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm a big Usagi Ujimbo fan. I love the turtles. Yeah. I'm like, he's a rabbit. I'm like, okay, well, okay. What about him? Like, what about, well, he's not just a regular rabbit. He's an alien rabbit. Um, and then the kind of story just kind of started flowing there. And then um, I brought the story to Maiku and I was like, hey, can you do something with this? He's like, yeah, cool. And he kind of created the concept of the character. Um, and then it just started flowing from there. And then like there's a whole backstory with him. And um, uh, and I started co- uh, commissioning some artists to do some work. And um, and some of the artists that I was commi- that I was commissioning at the time, they were actually drawing um, like Street Fighter versus... Uh, turtles now and oh, wow. yeah he came up with one of my concept uh, uh for my character um and he's he's on facebook also he's he's he's, he's an incredible artist um and his name is casey right now you have to forgive me I'll, I'll i'll give you his name in just a moment okay um but but he came up with the concept of some of some characters for me as well at the time and it just kind of it just kind of like spiraled out of there and just just continued the creating process very cool Sorry, long drawn out answer, but that's nope. the best one. <laughs> You're good. That's no problem with me. Now, you know, you mentioned Atomic Vamp a little bit that you've got a Kickstarter for her coming up soon. Why don't we talk a little bit about her? Sure. Um, so uh, I'm a I'm a big Spawn fan, and you can ask you could ask Kevin, Kevin Clady from the zone. I give him a plug because he's awesome. Yeah, he you is could awesome. ask Kevin, he's an amazing guy. Absolutely. Um, I have his books here. I gotta sign them all and send them his way because um uh they all have the uh uh the zone collectibles on the front. And I promised him a video. I got to get him this video too. Uh, um, he's just a great guy, but you could ask him when I was in his shop uh, uh, last year, sometime I bought a bunch of spawn stuff from him. Cause I'm a big spawn fan. Yeah. Um, but I'm also a span. I'm also a fan of, of vampires. I love vampires too. But as I mentioned to you just a moment ago, I also like stuff that's cybernetic and technology. And yeah. I'm like, I think I was on a flight to or from, somewhere may have been tipped in georgia my first time there and i had already thought of the character um being this like cool atomic character uh, to, uh, a vampiric character that didn't necessarily drink blood but more she was um like an energy vampire not not to sound corny uh for those of you that watch uh, uh what we do in the shadows <laughs> uh but an energy vampire where she drains like instead of draining your blood she drains your your, your pure essence right or like gotcha. your your soul or whatever you want to call it. And then I was like, ah, it's kind of boring. I'm like, that's been done a thousand times. I'm like, wait a minute. What if she's a cyborg also? What if she's a robot too, right? So uh, in in the first issue, you'll see where there's a few pages where um, it's like a Wolverine kind of thing where like you kind of catch her pre-production where now she's being built as a cyborg, but she's also been given this power I called it the wraith, right? It's the power of the wraith, right? It sounds corny, but that's all I can come up with at the time. <laughs> but sure. um, and uh, so she's imbued with this like demonic being inside of her, uh, and it's called the wraith. 
And then what that does is now it, it makes her want to consume energy off people and like their, their very being. Yeah. Um, but she's cybernetic too, because just during the process of that being done to her, some limbs are chopped off and legs, you know, things like that. So then it was replaced with atomic parts or, or cybernetic parts. Um, so then in the story, you'll kind of see, so I don't want to spoon feed the reader too much, but in the story, you'll see where she's already been this character for a while and she's being hunted down by this organization that um, her own dad is sending out against her uh, because she's betrayed her father because the guy's like, he's like a scumbag, kind of bad guy. And um, she's kind of run away from his organization. And now she's on the run and then she runs into these ninjas and they're trying to kill her. And um, you'll see her kind of get her revenge back on her dad in the first couple issues. And then we introduce some other characters into the story as well. And it kind of, it, it's, it's, it's fun and exciting. And the artist did a great job of drawing her. So it'll be fun. Very cool. Yeah, yeah, that definitely sounds a little bit different than Colin Robinson for sure. <laughs> totally different than Colin Robinson. Yes. <laughs> yeah, energy vampire. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. He is pretty cool too, though. I agreed. <laughs> um, so you said you're planning to have the Kickstarter come out pretty soon. Um, do you have kind of like a release date that we can tell everybody about or just kind of Yeah, like... so uh, thanks for asking that, Chris, because yeah. um, um I, I want to promote it and not just on um on social media because I know a lot of people make the mistake of just promoting on social media and thinking that. I got 5,000 followers. That doesn't mean anything when you're doing a Kickstarter. Right. It, it, it helps, but yeah. it helps also like folks like you um, that get us onto your shows and get the word out there. Uh, it helps out. Um, I'm hoping to launch it like sometime in like maybe the last two weeks of the month. Okay. There are some of the things that I was struggling with on Kickstarter when they ask you about your finances, your financial situation. Um, there's a portion on that, that if you're not careful when you're filling that out, they could kick it back. And we went back, we've gone back and forth, like several emails. Now I think I finally figured out what it was. Um, plus there are some other things I want to satisfy with Cyber Ronin. Um, Cause I, I don't feel good about putting something else out first before taking care of what I owe. Gotcha. Um, so, so there's some things I got to satisfy there on that end. Um, and then once that's all done, yeah, yeah, we'll be launching. Uh, and then, and then just for prosperity's sake on the, on the, on the Kickstarter, it will have cyber. Uh, it will have a um, Atomic Man first twenty pages. The backup book will be something like a Malibu or Image comic back from like the nineties. Yeah. Where in the back it'll be ten pages of Laser Wolf. I have two amazing covers by Alan Goldman himself. Have done some covers for me. Very cool. Um, Greg Bow um, is has done some, and Gwendolyn. I'm, a, I'm you know Greg Bow and Gwendolyn on on Facebook because they're some amazing artists. Uh, they've done some covers. They did a cover for me on Atomic. So the covers are incredible. The Alan Goldman covers on Laser Wolf will be, they're, they're awesome. And then Ariel Mendel, that, that's the artist that did the, the Cyber Running stuff for me. Yeah. He's also got some stuff in there too. So um, it's going to be a pretty badass Kickstarter when we're all done with it. Um, and the good thing is that most of it's done. I just need colors to get done now. Um, nice. Colors and letters. And then and, and we're finished with the book and it'll be pretty it's going to be pretty badass. It's going to be really awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And we'll, we'll definitely help get the word out best we can. You know, we'll get up on the website. We'll get it out on social medias too. When it's on social medias, I'll let you know, so you can help share it out too, just to let Thank it you, bro. I, you know, as always, bro, I appreciate you, man. Absolutely, I really appreciate you. All right. Well, you know, after, you know, we kind of talked a little bit about what's coming up next with Atomic Vampire. Um, do you have any plans after that one's wrapped up to, you know, what might be in store after that? Yeah, so Cyber number two, 
Um, my crew was already done like 10 pages of that. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, he's already done around 10 pages and the, the book should be good. I'm trying not to let too much time lapse between issues. So, cause I know that, you know, readers want to see stuff come out more consistently. Yeah. I'm trying to get better on that. So 2024, I have a better plan in place financially. Um, I keep talking about finances because I'm telling you, everyone is doing comics. <laughs> it's a lot of money. So yeah, I, I mean, I've not done it myself, but I've heard it's very, that's very much a part of it. If, if, you know, besides the art and the writing and all that other stuff, you know, finance is definitely a big part of it. It is. It's a big, big part of it. So, you, you know, um, coming into this, I didn't expect it to be as daunting as it is. Sure. I kind of had an idea, but the more, the, the deeper into the rabbit hole you go, um, you know, the more you spend and then the more it takes, you know, to, to get this stuff done. And it's fine because I, I, I love it. So it's great. It's sure. not a problem. Um, but 2024, I have a different economic plan for myself. Um, and it, I think we should start seeing stuff come out more often from me. Um, as long as I'm able to get that backing, uh, which doesn't hurt, uh, you'll, I think we'll start seeing maybe, you know, one, two, three, four of cyber coming out uh, a little more often than, than, than when it's been coming out. So let's Very hope. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, you know, we'll kind of just wrap things up with uh, a last little bit, you know, what's some advice that you'd give to creatives that, you know, that maybe just haven't started yet or. Or just needing that little bit of an oomph to to get their get on their creative path. Um, yeah, that's a great question. Um, I think everyone will have everyone you ask that question may give you uh, a, a different answer, right? I, yeah. I, but I think that the most common answer I think is, and this is so corny, but I I'm a believer in it, is that you just can't give up on like what you're doing. Not 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 to sound like a college graduation uh, uh, speech, okay, but or yeah. a high school graduation speech, but mm -hmm. honestly, man, it's just like if, if you're really passionate, like uh, Jamar, who's my buddy that he's doing a kill streak now. This guy is in it, man, every day. He's in it every day, and he's, um, you know, and I know that he's uh he's passionate about what he does also, and and it, it just shows because um, he's just always creating something and being consistent. So not only not losing the drive, but being consistent with that drive and not like it's hard, Chris. And I know you know this, man, being a creative also. It's hard to get up, do your gig, you know, and I work 40 plus hours a week. Yeah. So do your gig and then you come home and you're like, okay, I just want to crash or just, I don't know, go for a walk or go lift weights or whatever. And you, you can't, you, you can't let that dissuade you. You got to keep going. So the, the drive the passion, and then the consistency is also something really big. And the last thing for me, my, my piece of advice, my personal, a lot of the stuff you'll find in a, in a book or on YouTube uh, in terms of passion and drive, you can find that anywhere. My yeah. personal is never be the smartest man in the room. Always surround yourself with people that are smarter than you. If you're the smartest man in the room, there's a problem. So I surround myself with people that are more creative than me, that have more drive than me, and that have more passion than me. That even goes for my personal relationships and like my girlfriend, who's a huge creative person. I'll give her a shout, Carrie McNamara, who's amazing. So she's more creative than I am. And that drives me. She's going to school right now and she's trying to get her bachelor's degree. And that's like, that's awesome because I'm surrounding myself by people that want that drive and that want to push themselves. If you're, if you surround yourself with people that are like, yeah, dude, I'm going to help you. And they disappear. That isn't a person you should be hanging out with. Absolutely. Look at the top five people that hang out with you. And if they suck, 
then maybe you're, you have the wrong you have the wrong friends. But you surround yourself with people that 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 really want to create and, and want it, want it more than you do in any any aspect of life. And I think that's probably the the biggest thing. Yeah, definitely. And you know, like you said, you know, you can get a lot of cookie cutter answers for that question that I asked. And you know, I've done this almost thirty times now, and I can't say that I've gotten the same answer twice. I yeah. mean, everyone gives a little bit of a different answer, but you know, a lot of them kind of have the same intention. They'll give base. It's not really the same answer, but it's kind of the same message, but they've all been a little bit different. So yeah, yeah. that's, that totally works. And yeah, I get what you're saying about the, the really the trying to be the creative part. Cause I have the, the day job too. 40. Yeah. I mean, it's, I work 40 hours every two weeks, but it's a little bit different. Cause I work like I'll work, uh, a 980 schedule. So I'll work five days, one week and four days next week, but I'm still uh -huh. getting 40 hours every two weeks. Yeah. yeah. I get like one day off or I get a three day weekend every two weeks. Irrelevant. Um, but yeah, you know, you do the J job all day, you come home, you know, you be the, I mean, your kids are a little bit older. Mine are getting older, but I've still, you know, come home and be the dad and yeah. be the husband and all that stuff. And then, you know, right. by the time everyone's in bed, it's like, I really kind of just want to just have some me time, but he's like, you can't sometimes just because, you know, you really <laughs> yeah. want to do the thing. You got to make time to do the thing as well as tired as you are. You know, I really want to do this other thing. Like I really want to play a video game or I really want to watch this movie, but it's like, you know, if you really want to be creative, you have to make the time for it, whether it's, you know, five minutes, whether it's, you know, a couple of hours, whatever you can do. Cause you know, if, if only you make five minutes a day for it, you know, after a week, you know, that's, more time than you would have had before. Yeah. So yep. and just you're making and, the baby steps. And just write. Just if you're a writer, just write. Just write, dude. Even if it sucks, just write and 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 read. Read other people's stuff. Like get your ideas. Like read the great people that have done comics. Longer than what we have, you know. Like um, just get in there. Read the guy that wrote the Spirit. Um, uh, uh, Will Eisner. Read 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 a Will Eisner book. Read a John Byrne book. Read something and just write and write and write until you get yourself a, a style and then you figure out how to write a script, how to write a story, how to create a character. If you're an artist, just draw, right? And I don't know shit about, or sorry, I don't know. What no, you're I, good. I don't, I don't think about drawing, but if you're an artist, just draw. And even if it's dog crap, just keep drawing. And then eventually you my, look, my daughter. And again, she's, I think she's a great artist. She sucked when she was a kid. She, she, but she drew every day of her life. I'd find drawings inside. She would draw on her homework. And our teachers were like, oh, it's so creative, which is great because in my time it was different. But yep. she would draw, she would draw any, <laughs> she'd draw anywhere and she'd buy books on art and she'd study and she'd draw and draw and draw. Just write, man. Just write and write and write. And from even if it's just, just dog crap, eventually you're gonna have those gems that come out from that. And then you're gonna go, this is it. Oh, this is really good. And this is what this this is it right here. And you just just keep going with that. Just write, just keep writing. So yep. yeah. And like you said about, you know, surrounding yourself with people that, you know, actually want to create, it's real hard to do it by yourself. It's so hard. Um, and really, you know, there are going to be a lot of those people out there that say, I want to help you, but then they don't help you. And they, you know, talk a big game about how they're big time creators, but they really don't do anything. And it's, yeah. it's really hard to, to be inspired by that, you know, if they're just I guess it's the old saying, you know, put up or shut up yep. where, you know, if, if you're not producing any content, if you're not doing stuff, like you, you have to be more than just say you're a creator and say you want to do stuff because actions speak louder than words. 
And yeah. so, you know, if you're not doing the thing, you know, that's, that's not beneficial to anybody. Yeah, no. And, and listen, and that's okay. If you want to be that person, not you or I, but right. People you're I, speaking to. I, I know there's people that you and I both know that I'm not going to name names, but there are yeah. people like that, that we know. Then, then just, Hey man, that's cool, brother. Like you do your thing. I'll do mine. If you, if you have an idea you want to provide me with, or you want to help me or whatever, that's awesome, man. That's cool. Like I'm, I, I will never put anybody down. I'll, I'll never get into a conversation with someone and say, you promised me that you do. I move on, brother. I move on. I don't want any dramatics in my life. I'll just do my thing and I move on. And that's all, bro. And that's it. No drama. I need additional drama in my life. Yeah, I get it. Your, yeah, man. You do yours and I'll do mine. That's it. Yeah, we're good. I mean, you're a little bit older than me, but not by a lot. But, you know, I'm the kind of the same way. I'm getting too old for this shit. <laughs> I, I don't have time for, you know, I don't I don't do drama very well. Like if you're just going to cause trouble, I'm I'm not about that. So, yeah, that's it, man. That's it. dude. Yeah. And I think that's the best way to live your life. Just do yep. your thing. <laughs> Got more important things to worry about than than drama. You're absolutely right. All right, man. So, you know, where can we keep up to date with you? Where can we find you on the social media just so we can yeah. stay up to date on what's going on? Thank you, Chris. Um, so if you look up Cyber Ronin um, or Atomic Fam or Laser Wolf on Facebook or Instagram, if you just type in those names, it'll lead you right to Daniel Garcia Comics or Dan Comics. You can look up Dan Comics also. Um, or you can just shoot me an email, danielgarciacomics at gmail.com. Um, I, I, I love to respond to people right away. I'm not one of these guys that takes a long time to respond unless I'm out doing something. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, I got, I got a bunch of stuff. Um, I got a bunch of cool cards that we got from that Fox foot crafts helped yeah. me put together. I think you saw them recently. I did. Those are awesome. Those are really neat, man. Yeah. yeah. Kevin, Kevin and his son, Alex helped me put that together. He's, they, they were both fantastic with that. That's awesome. The cards look great. The ash cans look awesome. I got a bunch of number one still. Um, so, you know, if, if anybody wants to see any of our cool stuff, you know, just, just let me know. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm more than willing to talk to anybody. I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm, I'm not one of these guys that, that just, you know, I'm, I'm always in a great mood too, bro. Even if I'm in a shitty mood, I'm in a good mood. So if anybody needs anything yeah. from me, I'm always around, bro. You know that, man, you and I've had some conversations in the past. We have. So, you know, yeah. Man. I was just going to say, you know, this, this is the first time we ever had a face-to-face -face conversation. We've talked tons of times on messenger and yeah, you're always in a great mood. You're always willing to help. And that's, that's why I've liked to put you in my circle because Thank you're just you, one of those positive, inspiring people that, you know, I haven't made a lot of time to do my own creative stuff lately. Um, but you know, people like you definitely help inspire to kind of get that Thank going. You, so that's, I appreciate the kind words. Thank you. Sir. I, I, and I appreciate your friendship, man. It's awesome. Yes, sir. Same here. Thank you. Absolutely. And now we do, I do want to make mention that cyber it's with an X, right? Yes, I That's didn't want definitely to use, the important thing we need to point yeah, out. Yeah, I didn't want to mean it sound like cyborg, right? So I yeah. did this with an X, and I got that from an old anime um, uh, that I that I liked that one time. So I thought that was a, a little bit different way of spelling it. So yeah, and that's cool. Yeah, so we definitely, if people are going to look you up, we got to make sure we let them know it's cyber with an X. Yep, so just cyber wrong. you got it, bro. Right yeah. on. All right, so if you want to keep up to date with me with you know stuff that's going on in the world of nerd. Uh, make sure to check out the website, geek-network.com. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at GeeksAZ. Facebook is Geek Network. IMCD is weird on Instagram. The music for the show is by my friends in the band Polygon Horizon. Go check them out on Bandcamp. They're a great band. Uh, the logos for the show are done by my friends Chris Chandler and Mike Belcher, a couple of great comic guys themselves. So go make sure you check them out too. And if you like the show, please leave a review and tell your friends because word of mouth is our friend. And remember, kids, to embrace the things that fuel your weird and always geek responsibly. 
Daniel, thank you so much for showing up today, man. Always a pleasure, brother. You have a great weekend. Thank you so much.